Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to read an article. We're going to read an article about what's been going on in the great city of Houston. Um, We're going to talk about sex. So, of course, I want the brothers and sisters to listen in. I want parents to listen in, um, especially if you have young children, young teenagers, um, 12, 15, 17 years old. I definitely want you guys to tune in. And um, we're just going to talk about sex, right? We're just going to talk about sex, right? You know, when you are a person of a certain age, you can remember when things were different, right? Not necessarily better, but things were different, right? Being that I was born in the late 70s, I remember early on, sex was still kind of looked at as sacred. Right, and then I believe after I turned like 10, it was a switch where sex wasn't looked at sacred anymore. We're talking about the city of Detroit, right? That just wasn't the place where it switched, it was something that happened nationally where it seems like the view of sex just switched it's like it was like an overnight thing so i come from the generation of freaknik right you know and men and women of a certain age they can remember because when we're going to read this article i don't want people to take it like oh, okay it's instagram it's twitter these young people are young they're freaking they're doing some things that we didn't do loving that is not so because they're doing some things we definitely did. Um, we lived a savage life. We lived a savage life. There was no light inside of the community. So again, I came up in a generation of Freaknik. Where Detroiters and those from Milwaukee and Cincinnati and Cleveland and Chicago every year would run south to Atlanta just to be freaks just for copulation just for sex and drugs with strangers right not only that there was another activity going on deeper south in the great state of Alabama where my folks is from my second home called the foot wash right see it's a lot of stuff we was doing in my generation they sweep under the rug but your uncle gonna tell it <laughs> ask your aunties and your uncles about the foot wash that took place every year just like the freak Neek in Alabama where our people went into the woods and conducted themselves like animals, like beasts, and had sex 
in the wide open park areas in Alabama, right? We're going to have to put this on the table because when we start talking about Houston, I don't want no finger pointing. This ain't no judgment zone. It's just having a conversation about sex. Parents have to remember what they did when they were young. And you would think it would make it easier to talk to your children about sex, but it's not. It's important that young ladies know how to purchase condoms. You can't leave everything up to the man. If you are sexually active, black women got to know how to buy two things. Condoms and KY jelly. They go hand in hand for original women, black and brown. Your sons have to know to purchase condoms and KY jelly. You put the KY on top of the condom. If you do not, and you're dealing with an original woman, most original women bodies doesn't work well with latex. You have to put something on top of it. They're not teaching you this in school. They are not teaching this in school. So the village must teach it to the children. The reason why is once a young person made it up in her or his mind that they're going to have sex. If there are complications with contraceptives, they're not going to use them. They're going to talk. They're going to take them off in the middle of sex. After the first time, yeah, they may use it. After the second time, they may use it. It's uncomfortable. The third time, they're going to use nothing because they don't know it will feel the same if you put KY jelly on top of the rubber. They don't know that. Okay, that's that. Um, Let's put this on the table, too, while we're talking about that. It is okay to go to the clinic with somebody and have a STD test with them before y'all start having sex unprotected. It's okay to do that. It's not illegal. You're not going to lose any cool points. It's cool. You can do it. If somebody wants to have unprotected sex, it is cool to say, I just go down to the clinic and let's see what it is. It's no big deal. They make it easier for the young folks because they give them a chart and the chart can be pulled up online through the phones. It make it easier. How Houston STD rate or STI rate is up 828%. Does it make any sense? 828%? Everybody is leaving from Atlanta and running to Houston. And they're taking the STDs with them. Everybody's leaving from Louisburg, Louisville, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia. Houston is the new spot. And everybody is running from Miami to from Fort Lauderdale to all up and down the panhandle. And they're running to Houston for a better life. Texas got the oil, so Texas got the money. Everybody knows Texas got the money. New Orleans let it out the bag. When New Orleans went to Houston and Houston opened up their doors after Katrina, 
those Negroes left from the projects in the bottom of New Orleans and they was making money when they got to Houston. That made Houston hot. So everybody from Mississippi is running to Houston too. But beloved, they're taking their STDs with them. It's their luggage. So condoms is a prenuptial agreement. You go what you got. I keep what I got and we're cool. That's what condoms is. It's the prenup. It's the hood prenup. When we get in this bed, hey, whatever you already got, you're going to keep it. And whatever I got, I'm going to keep it. And we're going to leave it just like that until we go to the clinic together. But after learning what STDs can do to you, you know that HPV can still be transmitted through a rubber. It doesn't stop it. It's porous. Herpes can be transmitted with a rubber on. So everything is not guaranteed. They have certain throat cancers out here. So your daughters have to know to stop sucking dick. That's not our thing. That's not our village. They didn't learn it from nobody. Well, we know they got it from the enemy through pornography. We just talked about that, though. They picked this shit up from pornography. They made it mainstream because the same people that run the pornography industry runs the music industry. So you can ride down the street. Because it happened to me. And on the radio, which I hardly ever listen to, the dude is talking about throat baby on the radio. I didn't even know he was saying that. My sons had to say, do you know what you're singing? <laughs> do you know what you're saying? Do you know what he is saying? I'm thinking it's a nice little jingle, throat baby. I don't know. I didn't know what the young fella was saying, but it had a nice beat and a good jingle. And I learned later he was saying throat baby over the airways. And beloved, we're dealing with a scientific deceiver. I did not know that was a song that's playing on the radio in the top 10 playlist. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. Let's take a look at the article. We talked enough. Headline reads, Harris County ranks highest in the state for these STDs. Houston, are you at risk for an STD? We are in the middle of sexually transmitted infection awareness week. And they got the date back in April, right? Then it go to what was going on in 2018 because Harris County was ranking the highest in chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. Alright, let me say something real quick about that. Um, Beloved, once you have unprotected sex with somebody, at best and at worst, you're exchanging bacteria. Because you got things flowing through your body, the young lady got things flowing through her body, and you're going to exchange a certain level of bacteria. If you sleep with a few people unprotected, even if you don't have nothing and they don't have nothing, you're going to develop something because you're swapping bacteria around. How STDs are introduced into the circle is it's a higher level of bacteria that's entered into the sexual circle. So, for instance, uh, 
we looking at the article and they talk about a high case of chlamydia. You guys know that as chlamydia, right? When I was young, they used to call that the sheep's disease. Do you know why they call that the sheep disease? Because Europeans didn't have a real good grasp on sexual knowledge. But by nature, the Europeans, they had a formula of sex and aggression. So to relieve themselves sexually, they used to sleep with the sheeps and the goats. So even today, depending on what county you live in in the south or the east coast or the midwest or the west coast, they legalize for you to have only certain kind of animals and certain animals you can't have. They criminalize because the men, the Europeans, were sleeping with the sheep and they called it sheep's disease. So they wanted to make it a little bit more fancy. So they called it chlamydia. So somebody ended up sleeping with a devil that's an original person and they brought this into the sexual cycle because typically that's how that works. So like when I first seen the article coming up and it talked about the spike in STDs and all of this is going on in Houston, I thought about, you know, uh, the traveling, right? Everybody's kind of like leaving from their home city, their hometown, and they're going to Houston and then I thought about the medical industry because they're wicked. And we know that devils is in high positions in the medical industry, right? So you think about Texas, they just had a nurse. Uh, who can remember the story when the nurse, she killed five uh, dialysis patients because she was putting the bleach in the IV? Who remember that? It was a devil named Kimberly. She was 38 years old. She, they said she finally got... This is Texas now. Um, not Dallas. It was... Uh, was it Lifkin? Was it? It wasn't Wichita. It had to be Lifkin. I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to put the post up, right? But this is what's going on behind the scenes. So I'm thinking about the medical industry first. And then, of course, I'm thinking about that story from way back in the day when you see a, a quick spike popping up. You think about the Tuskegee experiment. We throw that out every Black History Month. And we say, oh, man, you know, Tuskegee experiment and such and such with the whistleblower. The part that we leave out is that that shit was going on for 40 years. It gets it gets lost in the story somehow. Nobody talks about that. It wasn't like it was a story. that let, It wasn't like it was a, a situation or incident that lasted about five years. They're studying. No, this shit went on for 40 years. 40 years plus. And then when they got busted, nobody went to jail. The doctors that was involved... Because it was like a they're passing it down from the older doctors to the younger doctors. If I'm not mistaken, they took their show on the road and they kept performing the experiment. And it's, it's like Guatemala somewhere. And they kept it going, letting the people get syphilis and just studying them. And who knows how long they're studying this thing. Now, the wickedness in that is that when you supposedly get an STI, they have to up channel that information to the federal government, to the CDC. Um, CDC is supposed to be keeping a track on it. So like what happened with the Tuskegee thing is because if you still got the same amount of numbers you have from last year with the same names from last year and nothing is getting better, the CDC is supposed to caught that in. It just never happened. They use our people for guinea pigs all the time. I also began to think about that story of Roger Pope. The 42-year-old quote-unquote DJ. He's a devil who infected over 600 of our women 
with the Robert Gallo disease. I know you guys don't call it Robert Gallo. Y'all call it HIV. Again, this devil, Roger Pope, who remember that story? Um, I never followed up on the court case. I know he got arrested. But they found some minor girls he was dealing with. His, well, he was a DJ. I don't know what, you know, they don't say what club he was at. But they put the story up back in the day where he gave over 600 black women. Um, he gave more HIV, a.k.a. the Robert Gallo disease. And we know that the strand that Robert Gallo that he so-called discovered because, he, oh, he discovered. Yeah, he discovered he went in the laboratory. He damn sure did. He came out and he discovered something. This is in the 80s, right? But the strand that they gave those in America, or let me say this, the strand of HIV that they got in America was much different than the strand that they got in the mother continent of Africa. So that's why they label it HIV-1, which is typically you get in the Americas, and HIV-2, which is much deadlier that they get in Africa. But nobody, nobody brings that up. The Harris County Public Health Department wants to highlight the public health concern, especially among young people. The county also aims to reduce SEI-related stigma, fear, and discrimination so everyone has the tools and knowledge for prevention, testing, and treatment. While STIs, also known as sexually transmitted diseases or STDs, affect individuals of all ages, they take a heavy toll on young people. People of color are primarily the most vulnerable groups to newly diagnosed HIV cases. All right, let's talk about the Robert Gallo real quick. Um, medicine came a long way. You know, back in the day, you caught HIV, it was over. Now, from what they're doing with this medicine and shit, this shit ain't over though. That's a good thing. And it's kind of like a, well, I ain't going to say it's a not so It's a good thing. The thing what makes it tricky is because the medicine that they give you now for this HIV shit, you can live 50 years now. Like, it's not like it used to be. It wasn't no shit where you, you know, back in the day, you you caught some shit. We're talking about in the 80s. You caught something. Man, you was gone in five years. Bang, you was out of here. Today, you catch some shit around 2010. Man, you won't die to goddamn 2070, 2080, <laughs> just like that. I'm not trying to be funny. That shit just don't kill people like it used to, which is, which is a good thing. The thing that makes it tricky is that people take more chances because they know that. They're watching their aunties and uncles get HIV. And 10 years later, nobody lost a pound. Nobody did nothing. Nobody, is, nobody did anything. And then they used to have a pound of medicine when I was a kid. Now... From what I hear, they don't have a pound. It's a couple of pills now. So it's like, this is just what it is, which makes it a good thing because it's a plus for medicine. But it makes it tricky because now people take more chances. The people that take more chances, it's our village because they are the less educated about sex. Black folks is fucking the most, twerking the most, always talking the most raunchiest and dress the most raunchiest and then they get real conservative when it's time to talk to their own children about sex it's natural beloved 
your daughter is going to eventually want to get a piece of meat it's natural your son is going to want to get a nice warm piece of loving it's natural what is not cool is we let our babies go out into the world and we don't talk to them about prevention protecting themselves looking out for themselves they don't even know how to use condoms properly black women the young girls don't know how to use condoms properly they feel more comfortable going into the store and buying six hundred seven hundred dollar weaves and wigs but they feel out of place getting a, a condom for a couple of dollars they try to put it all on a young man it's clear in our village the men ain't got the rubbers because over 70% of the females walking around with kids, they're not even married. And I'm waiting on, I got a brother named B. Harris. We had a conversation and B. Harris said he going to send me some information about, because I looked at some demographics, some, some, some data he sent. But they don't say nothing about the 54% because it's this thing Kevin Samuels to throw out. About 54% of black men don't have no children. That's just not my family reality. You know what I'm saying? Even if the breakdown, because my, my family, even though my little cousins and my little brother, they all married, still, they doesn't, they say 54% of black men don't even have any children, are single and have no kids. I didn't see it. I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? I just got to take a different look at that. So, you know, I don't know what poll they got there from. I'm still waiting for somebody to send me that link. I need to see the link of that poll that says 54% of black men are single with no kids. I haven't seen it. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. Because everybody in my family got kids. Whether they're married, not married, it's just what it is. Unless they're locked up, this is what it is. Right? Maybe that's a different story for a different day. Young ladies got to feel comfortable having sex, talking about sex, and purchasing condoms. It's not the biggest deal in the world. If you're going to be sexually active, teach your daughters and your niece and your granddaughters to get rubbers and purchase KY jelly with the rubbers, period. You can go to the Dollar Tree and get this shit now. It's not even a big deal. The devil has become so savage, though, that the place where you used to be able to purchase condoms, the Walgreens, the Rite Aids, the Walmarts, man, they keep them shits locked up now. Ain't there some shit? They keep them locked up so you can't even steal them. So our babies got to know, well, just go to the clinic. They give them to you for free. They give you all the balloons you need for free at the clinic. That's everywhere in the country. This ain't no Michigan shit, Alabama, Florida, Mississippi, Ohio shit, Kentucky shit, New York, Pennsylvania. It's everywhere. Everywhere you go, Texas, everywhere you go. You go to the health department, they will give you free condoms. It's not a big deal. But again, get the KY jelly with the condoms. To avoid giving or getting a STI slash STD, do these. As my man Bradley Gaines would say, do these. Practice abstinence. Sex ain't the biggest deal in the world. Get married, man. Get Get married. Get you a wife. Get you a husband. Freak all day. Now, it's up to the village, though. This is when niggas got to do their part. It's up to the village that when you see the young couple or the middle-aged couple 
of the older couple get married keep your dick in your pants and stop fucking with niggas wives dog damn can it can anything be sacred to us damn nigga can we have something that's sacred Keep your dick in your pants and don't fuck with nobody. Why? Sisters, keep your dress up and don't pull your fucking dress up for a nigga that's married. Can we do that? That should be the easiest thing to fucking do. 70% of our village is single. The single pool is... It's so goddamn big, it's embarrassing. But because it's this large... There should be nobody fucking with nobody that's married. That doesn't make... But niggas is wicked. It's some wickedness in our sisters. And this shit happens. Like, it doesn't make sense. But it happens repeatedly. If we just let that married couple have their own thing and do their own thing. They'll be protected from what's going on in the outside world. STDs included. Because don't you know... Niggas is taking shit to married women... Or, in my neighborhood's case, a married woman gave something to one of the single guys. He's out of here, though. He's no longer with us. He's gone. She gave him that pack. It's just unfortunate, man. So, it's not even... It's a it's a dirty game on here. It's a dirty game on here. If you marry, bro, you know, what you don't want to happen is this. You don't want to be the one that got to go home and tell your old lady a motherfucker gave you something and now you probably gave her something. You don't want to be that dude. You don't want to be that fucking dude, bro. Because now you're going to go through the all that ain't worth it and, you know. And then Biden made it so on the political side that there was a time, beloved, that it was illegal to knowingly have a SCD and give it to somebody else. Man, that's, they criminalize your shit. I mean, they put your ass, that's a criminal act. They criminalized that activity as they should have. As soon as Biden got in there, though, y'all, y'all buddy, because I don't vote liberal, I don't vote Democrat. When y'all buddy got in office, the first thing he did was got rid of that law. So that means that all these motherfuckers is passing SCIs in Houston. They're not blindsided. They know they got the shit. They just passing to other motherfuckers. And it's nothing criminal about it. Well, that used to be illegal to do that. But thank Biden. He look at he looked out for Houston, obviously, right? So now you gotta look out for yourself. When I was a single person, the way my uncle schooled me, man. Every bitch got something till she proved it otherwise. That's how I was taught. I don't care what she looked like. I don't care how, how fat her ass was, how pretty she was, how chocolate she was. Because this that was my thing, man. I always liked the chocolate drops. And, you know, my wife would chocolate drop. It's just what it is, right? You know, there's no it's no diss to the rest of the, you know, the pecan color sisters and, the, you know, the almond brown color sisters. There's no diss. It's just I always dip with some chocolate, right? I definitely didn't deal with no vanilla. You know what I'm saying? You see me with a white woman, I'm holding up for the police. <laughs> I was she finna go to jail. You see me with a devil beloved. I'm holding her for the police. <laughs> but real though, I was taught that you look at a woman like she do have an STD until she proved to you otherwise. I was taught that. I don't know what they're teaching these cats out here now. 
they giving them the eyeball test like oh she look all right she look good she look fine she i'm gonna give it they just don't care bullet point number three have fewer partners how many fucking partners do y'all niggas need bro i ain't judging i was young i'm gonna skip that one because i ain't judging because you know you young and you kicking it but boy goddamn i kept rubbers my pops made sure I kept I got educated I got the information this is the importance of young men knowing and growing up with their fathers man their fathers man pops will go get you the big box you know you cheaping your way through getting them three packs and six packs pops come home with the 30 pack (laughs) the 100 pack you know what I mean you just some KY jelly to put on these motherfuckers now to make these balloons work but women have to have the same education. They have to have the same education. It's imperative. Get vaccinated. We're going to skip that. HPV, though. Um, I don't know if they told you about that, but kind of don't prevent that. Some of these STDs go through the pores, man. So you got to be. This is real shit. And then last but not least, get tested. The biggest thing we have conversations about when we talk about infidelity is uh, go get tested, man. You you would be surprised how many couples they catch each other. You know, the wife catch the husband in the, in the cookie jar. The husband catch the wife hand in the cookie jar. All right, you caught them. Ain't nobody going to leave each other cool. They just sweep that shit under the rug. Nobody goes to the clinic. And I'm like, damn, that should be like protocol, like, we're going to stay together because you know what? Sometimes going to that clinic is a reality shock. You know, it's it's a re, it's a shock. It shocks you back to reality because when you fucking with a chick outside your wife, you like in a little fantasy land, right? We call that monopoly money. Y'all telling each other nice things, flattering things and all this whole kind of shit. And y'all, you know, y'all kind of trusting each other. Y'all might start fucking wrong. Same thing with the wifey. The wifey might be out there. Catching up a piece of meat because I always say this on this podcast. I say, man, black women love to fuck their co workers. Now, you got me. <laughs> they love fucking them niggas they work with. They love fucking them niggas down at the gym. And if you, if they, uh, if your children real young, you know, if they want they, they little man to get more playing time with these little league football coaches, y'all know these little league football coaches be throwing dick. That just, you know, how that shit works. You know, these little league football and basketball and baseball coaches, boy, they dropping dick off. But if you trust a little too much, you might let them drop some raw dick off. Now, you ain't the only parent. They fuck around here now, dog. Come on, sis. Don't You can't be that slow, sis. They ain't the only, you ain't the only motherfucking parent they fucking now. So if you're going to be wrong, don't be all the way wrong. Protect yourself, goddammit. Make, put some on. And give you some KY to put over. The, I can't stress that enough. Because man you know. 40 year old niggas ain't know this. But you had to look back and see. They was raised by their mama. They, they mama gonna tell them. They mama don't know. Their daddy can't tell them. Because their daddy didn't use no rubbers. That's why their daddy got kids all around the city. And their dad didn't know. You got to get the information. Especially when you are an original person. Black and brown because you can dry a sister's insides out. She got to have that KY on the rubber. It makes the difference, right? So we're going to leave it there. 
we're gonna leave it there you know the first sort of business like i always say though infidelity man i ain't get tested i just cried a bunch of times and somebody threatened somebody and you know threatened the other bitch you threatened the other nigga and then y'all just got back together left it alone nobody went to the clinic Ugh, i don't know because like i say that clinic that shit will shock you back into reality you sit in that motherfucker in that goddamn lobby waiting for the results you said man i should have never did that shit <laughs> You know, black men are not forced to go to the clinic enough. If you want to stop your nigga from cheating, ladies, ladies, listen up. You want to stop your nigga from cheating? You make sure he go down there and get an STD test frequently. Because it's a shock come back into real like, Man, it is a real feeling. They down there with the motherfucker with the white coats on. They got to put that needle up your dick and all that old kind of shit. He's, nah, man, I'm going to just live right. <laughs> I'm going to do all that shit. <laughs> hey back in the day in the 90s beloved they used to put that needle up ask your uncles now they used to put that needle up your dick to chest with them stds i don't know what they do now you know what i'm saying you gotta live a holy and clean life goddamn but back in the 90s shit they put that needle up your dick they had it. that's the only way they can test and see what you got they come with that long ass needle and say man i ain't feeling goddamn i'm gonna keep the condoms on <laughs> Peace and black power to your family. We're going to leave it there. You know what I'm saying? We're going to leave it right there. Beloved, we are going to leave it right there. Be safe out here, man. Be safe. Be wise. Be married. Save yourself for marriage. If you are married, live right. If you're single, don't fuck with nobody that's married. Just stay away from that shit, man. You don't want to... Look, look at the village. Look at the numbers in the village. You know? Look at the numbers in the village, man. You know, SEIs is affecting black women reproductive organs. It's affecting the male's reproductive organs. Some of these niggas walk around, man, they had chlamydia for 10 years. Because some of these STDs, man, this shit don't show no signs. You just walk around with this motherfucker for 10 years. You don't even know. Now you having different health uh, issues and you don't know it's leading back to that because, uh, and, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to leave you with this. It's all about the information. A checkup and an STD checkup is not the same thing. There's two different things. And then an HIV test is the third thing. It's different in every of them. Um, it's separate. They can test you out for some things they can do blood work and all that but unless you ask for hiv test they won't give it so you have to ask but our people don't know simple shit like this and you can tell what our people know about a conversation and you can tell what kind of insurance policy our people got now we're gonna get on man time now if you got an insurance policy and they didn't run no real tests on you you need to up your insurance policy because when you start getting a six-figure policy, when your your policy going to the six figures, they test you for everything then because they just not finna insure you. They don't know how you live. They finna see if you live a holy and clean life. You don't want to let an S you throwing dick in the world put you in a position where you can't even get a good policy to put you in the ground and take care of your family when something happens to you. Pussy is not that big of a deal, bro. We we talk man time now. 
because they're not going to ensure you if you ain't right. So this is I can tell who did what by conversation because if you got a real deal insurance policy, they pulled some them crackers came and poured some blood, dog. They didn't ran some real tests on you. You know, you got some other shit, they just, you know, maybe a thirty, forty thousand dollar policy, they might not do nothing. But when you talking about leaving your family straight, they're gonna have to make sure you straight. So you don't want your lifestyle to prevent you from making sure your family gonna be good when you dead. Because beloved, let me tell you something. You're going to spend more time dead than alive. Did you hear me? I said again, you missed it. You are going to spend more time dead than you are alive. You may just be alive for 60, 70 years. For hundreds of years after that, you're going to stay dead. So whatever you do in this small block, you got to set your family up. You can't let a bullshit fleshly lifestyle Fuck you up when you can't take care of your family for those hundreds of years where you're not here. You don't want that to happen. So we'll we really leave it there. We'll leave it there. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed Real Black Content Form Podcast. It's your brother VJ, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace.